Thanks to BetterHelp for supporting FilmSack. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash filmsack and start living a better life today. I just... I just... Yeah, come on. Time to make the world a better place to live in. This is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. And welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind since 2009. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. When are you going to show the effing monster Dunaway? Right now. Look at it. Oh, hi. <laughs> One sec. I just need to query the computer something real quick before we decompress this week's movie. All right, let's see. Request procedure. All right, sorry, guys. I'm a bit of a hunt and pecker, so this may take more than a second. Request procedure to secure abandoned late 1980s era science fiction horror film set in the dark, inky depths of the sea, of which there are more than three. And enter. Okay. Computer needs more input. Define abandon. Oh, good. It's multiple choice. A, abandon for repair or rewind. Mm-hmm. B, abandon to natural forces and the closure of all blockbuster videos. Oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> or C, abandon to aggressive nipple shirting. Yes. Listen, here is a total random question for you guys. This movie that we watched this week, would you say it was more of a natural force or more like an aggressive nipple shirt type? (laughs) The latter. The The latter. We have to be specific. The computer wants to know. The computer wants to know, not me. Look, I'm just checking, okay? Jeez, it skews my asshole all the way to hell. Also, Nia Nipples Peoples. Hey, Evan, I left you something in your video machine. Are we talking 1970s TV series, BJ and the Bear? Yes. In a word, beefy. Is it hot? Oh, it is not hot. Is it wet? Yeah, but don't get it wet. Hey, Randy, be kind. Rewind. Wow. <laughs> you didn't lose a step after a week off there, Brian. No, I, 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 I practice in the off season. Yeah, well done. It's very, very good. <laughs> Gotta stay sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Well done. Uh, also with us, Randy, this underwater alien-like is nothing like alien Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. And Brian. thank you all for coming to this training course for new hires. And congratulations on starting your career as an exotic depth worker. Each one of you was literally the only applicant we got for your position. So that must say something about this job or, or, or maybe our hiring practices. Let's not think about that too much. You are about to embark on something that's more adventure than job, especially if your idea of an adventure is reading the same magazine a couple dozen times in a row. No, I do not know why we don't provide lots of varied reading material, and I will not be taking any more questions at this time. Your new hires are all the same, wanting to know how things work before you get started. Now shut up and figure it out as you go. 
we've provided a woman-to-man ratio that we think will cause the least amount of sexual strife. And in addition to the dangers of the ocean itself, we've got a bunch of bombs and a mad Englishman with an authoritarian streak waiting for you down there. Everything's going to be fine. (laughs) Shark, look out for the shark. Hated that guy. The English guy drove me yeah. up. Oh, a tree. God. Did you like anybody in this movie? No. It was hard. It was it hard. Was, it was, yeah. Not uh, a, the, I was yeah. rooting for the alien at one point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> at one point I would say it was, it was ever hard. Yeah, it was ever hard. Ah, yeah, ever hard. hard. Nicely done. Yes. Uh, uh, finally, Brian, half a Lloyd Braun is better than nothing, I guess, <laughs> Ibbet. <laughs> Serenity <Man>. now. <laughs> that guy, but before I even start, that guy <laughs> it, it just perennially plays characters that can't tell the difference between smarm and charm. Nope. Just, well, no, it's built into him. I think his IMDb photo still is that. I think that's him is smiling it? in a yeah, way that tells yeah, me is. he still doesn't know. <laughs> I think it's just him, but anyway, go ahead. Uh, all right, on to my intro. Ah, another morning on Deep Star 6. What's for breakfast? Yeah, yeah, I know. I was hired to to pin down all the furniture. I'll get to that today. But listen, I thought this was going to be an exciting job. And what it's turned out to be isn't man versus nature or man versus monster. It's just man versus leaks. So many leaks. Oh, hey, Snyder, you going to finish that breakfast? <laughs> just kidding. Are you just grouchy because you're the only one on this rig that isn't paired up with somebody? Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Yakov Smirnov. I'll go pin down all the furniture. Fine. Get off my back. Because in Soviet Russia, furniture pin you down, right? <laughs> anyway, I left something for you in your cabin. Is it hot? Yeah. Is it wet? Yeah. Is it smooth? Yeah. And is it ripe? Yeah. You'll want to find a plunger to help flush it down. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, the Russian guy. He's the, he's the, I have clips later of him, but he's the, uh, give me yeah. rent guy from uh, Spider-Man yeah. 3. He's the one that was. He was the, the Yakov yeah. Smirnoff of this. And then there was the Tim Conway character down there. He was right. uh, interesting. It was kind of kind of weird how there was so many poor man's tim conway yeah, and poor man's man, this this and that. <laughs> right. yeah. everything's a poor man right. something in this movie there's nobody really in this where you're like oh what's here's the, our here's our big star of the era uh, what's what's the name of Peoples. the what's the name of the one black guy on alien oh uh, uh napone yeah that guy i don't know yeah. his real name but that's basically yeah, this dude i back a, for a hot second randy i thought Tareen Black Black Q. His name, his name is Black. His name is Tareen Black. Black. Oh, we're okay. just gonna. Yafakoto is who you're thinking about for, uh, for Alien. No, I'm yeah. thinking of the uh, Aliens. The what's his name played uh, Napon. Oh, gotcha. I'm in Aliens. Yeah, and for whatever reason, I thought, oh, here's that guy again. I'm uh, sweet. He's back, and then. No, He'll always be Detective Neil Washington to me. Oh, is he from something? <laughs> I should know him. What's he from? What's that from? Hill Street Blues. Oh, oh, oh the right. original. Cop drama, yeah, for my generation. Yeah, I'd I'd argue that Miguel Ferrer is probably the most recognizable person in this thing. Yeah, just okay. because I think of all of people's, the character. Yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. No, for for me, it's one hundred percent Ferris Bueller's mom, and it's because I saw Ferris Bueller's <laughs> Day Off like. 45 times yeah. over oh, the years. Oh my God, that was Ferris Bueller's mom. I <laughs> yeah, could, yeah, I yeah. could not place she was who the heck she was. Yeah, she is. You're right. Um, now I'm looking at it. I didn't know either. Oh, Brian and Cindy I. Pickett. Yeah. Who yep, I think yes. played Cindy Bueller. I think her character name was Cindy Bueller, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. totally underused too, in my opinion. I think she would. Go, she was. She was the most angriest of all. She also yeah. seemed like the best actor, maybe possibly. Um, yeah. She seemed like I, she was, I would give that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought. I thought mm-hmm. the the women in this movie were so much better at acting than the men for some yeah. reason. I I don't know, man. I uh, BJ without the bear. I thought McBride was. <laughs> I thought I thought Greg Evigan did pretty good. I thought 
he made me feel this movie. He made yeah. me feel in this Did movie. He, he yeah. made me. Did he he yeah. made me feel like I was watching a dude who got sucked out of a, a Hallmark Christmas movie and stuffed in here. Is what. It but felt. I'll tell you, he 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 played flat until he got against uh, the captain, and then it it's like their their chemistry on screen was the best. Mm. Maybe it's because they were both TV actors. Yeah. I don't know. Their chemistry was the best. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I just feel like uh, for me, for my money, he was like uh, out, right out of the original series of Star Trek. He yeah. was like space right. cat of the week. Yeah, totally. It's somebody space that cat. Troy kind of falls for and he's like visiting from another thing. And uh, yeah, there's 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 definitely which, that is, vibe going on. which is our Matt McCoy, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Don't forget. I mean, we'll get to I, it. literally that character that he played. <laughs> Troy falls in I, love with him for a week. Yeah, he was I a creep. I liked though, Matt man. McCoy until I saw this movie, you and know, I was like, really? "Oh my god, I don't like Matt McCoy." I like Matt McCoy as Lloyd Braun on the Seinfeld, and that's it. Like the, any yeah. other time I see yeah. him, that's all I see. So on the one hand, I like him as Lloyd Braun. On the other hand, that's just who he's become now, and I can't see him as anybody right. else. So even something yeah. I see like this that's older than that Seinfeld episode or episodes he was in. Uh, it really throws me. I, I just can't, yeah. kinda, can't stand. Hey, don't forget, he was in your hand that rocks the cradle. He's the one who uh, oh, yeah. gets up to get something from the fridge in the middle of the night, right? Oh. And don't forget, he was Billy, uh, Billy Boy Bodine in the Love Boat. Ibit, yeah, you love that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> was he? Oh, that one episode of the yeah, uh, one episode of the Love Boat. Great, <laughs> Billy great. Boy Bodine. Really, he must have been young. Yeah, some kind. Oh, of that's fantastic. Dude. So yeah, he's uh, he's all these people have aged in a way that I wasn't expecting. Um, I didn't expect Matt McCoy to look like my grandfather, but there, here we are. Um, he, uh, you know, he's just that same guy and everything, even on star Trek where he was like the creepy kind of pervy, wasn't he? Well, he was like he kept sneaking into Troy's brain at night and like rubbing her boobs or whatever. I don't remember what. All right, I'm just just forget our Star Trek connections later. We can just skip that. Yeah, Oh my god! Were you going to bring up the rubbing the boobs thing, Randy? It was some weird thing. I just just wrote that all out, scratching it. It was some weird thing about that. I don't remember. He was pervy or something. It was like I thought thought he was another. He was another empath, and so he. Yeah. yeah, he was doing. There was some. I mean, you're right. I mean, I think the, aside from the rubbing Troy's boobs part, I think there was some sort of. Yeah, uh, I must like, have matured somewhere along the way because I used to find Matt McCoy's characters that he played charming, and this time around, I just found them like uh, 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 just aggressively abrasive. Just, just oh, just oh my god, yeah. get out of here, Matt McCoy. Yeah, just go of, get chomped in half. Yeah, I felt go like away. when he's making out with Nia Peoples in the shower. I went, oh poor Nia yeah. Peoples. I feel bad. Yeah, that, poor <laughs> Nia Peoples. That shower he's scene came guy. out of nowhere in this yes. movie. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. and it was never, it was never referenced again. Like yep. their, their relationship we, was just for a brief hot moment of shower. We, all, we, all neck up too. Yeah. By the way, so go ahead. The movie starts with uh, with us uh, uh, seeing a an ongoing relationship, right? Like these right. two people are sleeping together. There is yeah. what that is no, there's no doubt you're supposed to enjoy. You're supposed to see this as sort of a progressive work environment where, uh, it's, you know, like people, some people are coupled up. Okay, that's fine. But yeah. then, but then we go out of our way to establish the other two women floating around as not doing that. Yeah. There, right. So there's this one woman, she's in a relationship with her boyfriend they sleep together in the in a cot. I, that doesn't work, by the way, in no. real life. No, it does not. <laughs> but then the other the other two women are like they have jobs, you know. Like one of them's like the captain, you know. Mm-hmm. And then so then when when Nia Peoples runs out of water, 
<laughs> like, yeah, I actually thought, I actually thought, how funny would it be if some one of these guys, one of these horny guys, comes in the shower, gives her water, yeah. and then he does. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like think he, it was like now he, he doesn't get a shower other than the over yeah. the clothes shower. Well, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Like the the weird thing about that shower was this this moment to try. It's not levity or humor really, but it's to say, oh, I'm out of water. I'm like, this whole movie's gonna be nothing but water in five minutes. Like, I was gonna say, right, right. All right. you need to do is find one of the three thousand leaks in uh, <laughs> Deep Star Six. <laughs> And take a shower there. Oh, thank you for well, saying Deep Star Six, cold. by the way. Thank you for saying the name of the ship because the movie's also called Deep Star Six and we haven't said it yet. So Deep Star oh, Six is oh, our movie, everybody. Yeah. 1989's 1-6th of Deep Sea Movies. How could you get confused? I mean, we're talking about a late 80s movie about underwater sea monsters. <laughs> I mean, there's no way you wouldn't know what we're talking about. No, it's right. not The Abyss or uh, the others. I can't think Leviathan, of. Leviathan, which Leviathan. would have been better. Yeah. Oh, oh I've never seen Best Leviathan. Mystery. We really ought to get that. Oh, list. that is. Yeah. That, to me, it's like the it's like the abyss, Leviathan, and then if you force me to pick a third, it'll be this one. Oh, Deep Star Six is your third. What about those other yeah. three or whatever? They uh, are? Cor- there, there's Corman. Uh, I forget what it's called. Un- Unto the Deep or something. Something weird. And then the other couple mm-hmm. of ones are so small and insignificant. I doubt I'd ever. Here, I have the list. Uh, okay, one of six that year. They include the abyss, Leviathan, Deep Star Six, uh, the elbow. The I'm sorry, the elbow, the evil below. <laughs> That's the one with Corman, I think. Okay, and then Corman. The Rift, and then Lords of the Deep. Lords of the Deep. Which yeah, I feel like, like if it weren't yeah. for 1992 HBO, nobody would have seen most of these. <laughs> true story, yeah. true story. Well, I remember yeah. videotape. It was videotape for me from Blockbuster. That was my references. <laughs> Where they all kept in a section, late 80s, underwater. Yeah, yeah it was like a household section. Yeah, exactly. You had like horror and then... Yeah. Well, that Deep Star Six thing, which now I know is Lloyd Braun's half body uh, hanging in the suit. Uh, I yeah. didn't know that all oh, these right. years, but yeah. I remember that cover a million times yeah. over walking through yeah, the store yeah. and going, oh, there it, it wasn't, is. Wasn't the special effects team or the one of the makeup teams or something from Aliens the ones who did this one? If I remember my trivia oh, maybe. correctly, it's been... Maybe. About a week since I read it. Some of that stuff was all right. Mm. I thought the gore and, and the gorier bits were all right. They came off. I thought the half, the half suit of him being cut in half kind of come that was really good but not enough setup and not not long enough and also Nia Peoples is really freaking out because she's like oh that was the best part of Matt McCoy and now I'm saying <laughs> yeah. oh man now he only needs half a shower yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's a little bit of a chick in the bucket because once once you know he's in half, and I know he's dead. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just felt like there was more story there to tell. Right. I, I mean, we could. I mean, we've seen people get severed in half and survive for a couple of minutes. We needed a, a minute of him looking, going, "Oh, it's not good. Oh, you okay? Yeah, yeah. I sold another computer, Mister Costanza. Ding. That's what I want. Um, yeah, it's a it's a weird one, you guys. Uh, D Star Sixes does not hold a candle, in my opinion, to uh, the Abyss. I think the abyss is still still of that of that year, and yeah. maybe of all deep sea sort of these things, you know, even from many years, I think it's still maybe the best. I don't know. Yeah. Like, am I missing this anything? Had a, or? This had a t- this had a TV mentality. Uh, it, it it totally did. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's I, maybe because the TV actors, I'm not sure, but they didn't they didn't do a lot of uh, setups. Like, you know, okay, so this is a perfect example for me. Like Aliens, when Ripley. Uh, is going to later on take on the queen spoiler uh with the uh with the you know the big mechanical mech that she's using they establish early on the in the movie what it is how it works and we've seen it and all this stuff's great yeah in this one there's a scene of chaos where they're trying to quickly save the ship after dumbass snyder 
it follows procedure. And so they had this big giant <laughs> jack thing and they're just running around pulling ropes and spinning wheels and everything. And it's like, this makes no sense. It's totally disconnected. When yeah. you have a cool prop, like that big old giant Jack, you establish it earlier on in the <laughs> film. So right. that you can look forward to it. Yeah. And they just didn't, they yeah. just they didn't have that attention to detail. Yeah. They also yeah. took a long time to get there, man. Like a long, they time. really, they really, yeah. Way too long. Even yeah. give us like just a taste of it early on. Even if they're, even if the crew doesn't realize it yet, give us a, a tail or something going by the outside of the ship yeah. to, yeah. to just let us know that there's something going. Cause there was no suspense to that at all. And I was fine no. with Hodges and, uh, uh poor man's, uh, Dorf on golf, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. Tim Conway. Tim Conway. Yeah, I, I was it. fine with them getting murdered because I can, they, they both annoyed me and I knew they were, I knew they were yeah. red shirts in this thing but um yeah, but Tom even then Ryan it was just Amish like, beard yeah it's like how many times are you gonna <laughs> have an off-screen murder that you know or not murder but you know an action kill that, that's that i can't see and and i, I feel yeah. like they push that way too many times so by the mm-hmm. time the fine the monster finally came out i'm like oh it's just a big worm what are we doing all right, right. this is lame now, the monster design was actually pretty cool because they 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 theorize at least the people who have watched this film and care to theorize that it was you know it is a real true you know ancient creature crustacean mm-hmm. but that, that's just saying i'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. that they, is like they the, could have that, asked any biology student and they would have right. told you that you know things with exoskeletons can only get so big and they wouldn't be at right great depth well, they're, they're, they're as big it. as uh they're as big as humans right they're a little bit bigger six foot long is how big they can get what, like the, like exoskeleton kind of kind of tops out at about 10 feet like right, and that's, right, and that's like that's crazy big in in the history of animals. Right, right. But that animal—that's about how big this one was portrayed in the film, right? I mean, sorta. I mean, it was he was maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit, maybe fifteen. It's like feet, an elephant. Maybe. It reminds me of an elephant or something about that size, right? Like a big, mm-hmm. a big packet of rhinoceros. I feel for the filmmakers because, <laughs> and, and by that I mean this one guy, Sean Cunningham, because like he's both <laughs> director and producer. But I, I, I feel for the this guy because. Like he, uh, he can't possibly get it all right. Right. Like there's too many details. There's too much science to, that works against him. Right. Like, mm-hmm. is he going to make yet another squid movie? Jeez. So we're like, yeah. we've seen, we've seen the deep sea squid enough. Like we're not, we're not interested in that. Right. So he has to, he has to come up with something new. And then it doesn't make sense, right? He like this movie is it doesn't understand how anything works. It doesn't understand how pressure well, works. It doesn't understand how explosions work. Mm. Like like what is he gonna do? Is he gonna just His do previous, the same thing that they've always done? Right. He the previous one he worked on he was uh, he was he was the producer and director of uh, the original Friday the Thirteenth and the furthest depth he had to make was with the lake, right? So I mean, oh, yeah, this the, a, he I'm was sorry. out of he was out of the out of out of his water. I'm sorry, is he the he's the director of the original Friday the Thirteenth? Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I don't know if that disappoints me or what that does to me. <laughs> right, I think it might it, disappoint it, me. It's neither. <laughs> if you've ever seen the original Friday the Thirteenth and then you see Deep Star Six, you go, yeah, I can see it. Mm. I can see it. Yeah, this and, is. This, you know, this movie was kind of rushed because they knew the writer knew. Uh, what was going on? He yeah. knew that there was a, a slew of underwater horror films on the way. They were trying to be the first out the gate. Mm-hmm. And right. by the by the yeah, way, but, this is yeah, the last yeah. thing he freaking did until uh 2001. So 89, he uh, D Star Six, and then he Sean, stops. Yeah. And then there's something called XCU Extreme Close Up in 2001, and then a few things since, but nothing really big. All shorts and a little documentary. Yeah. And I don't know if this thing just wrecked him. Or, or what? It was just like, ah, uh, damn near, damn yeah. near killed him. Yeah. 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think Sean Cunningham is fine. Like he for for having grown up with parents Marion and Howard and his little brother Richie, like he turned out to be a pretty good filmmaker. <laughs> and his just, and his disappeared brother Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget Chuck. Um, like it's the movie, like the movie you can see everything that you need to see, right? It's like a really good shot. It's hard to shoot inside these little tight spaces and and yeah. give people the right feeling. And mm-hmm. I, it comes across uh really good. Like it's just the the content you know the mm-hmm. script and the and what how are you going to pace this that it you know it's any different than everything we're comparing it to like it people kept saying it's an alien ripoff it's not an alien ripoff it's just a self own you know like every, you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah no i i mean it, it's it's attempting to, i feel like all of these movies the abyss included we're all trying to like climb into yeah. the the alien type and say oh yeah. isolation we can't go anywhere we're trapped down here uh for whatever reason underwater stuff got under everybody's skin in 89 i don't know why it's a weird i weird forget thing. that people for i forget that people don't you know they think of alien as an entirely original idea but it's just bits and pieces of several other movies right right that yeah, were already right out about there that. so yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. you know it's a uh, i think the things they're trying to tap into is it's like all right we're isolated we're in the middle of nowhere. This thing's going to pick us off one by one. That's the pattern. That's the template, you know. And then, how, but how? Yeah, is there going to? He's going to pick us off one by one. But it's one. It's like that Aquaman thing. It's like Aquaman's only got power in the sea. Just don't go in the sea, <laughs> right? Or in exactly. this case, just don't leave the just facilities, leave, right? It's going to pick us off one by one if we go out in the water, <laughs> right? Yeah, if exactly. we do something stupid like open the door, come on in. But do you think, I mean, what I guess what I'm getting at is I'm trying to understand why 89 decided to have six of these, whereas sometimes we'll have, you know, Deep Impact and, yeah, yeah. and Armageddon. You're like, okay, two movies well, about giant asteroids destroying Earth. I get it. But sometimes a two off, that makes sense. But when's the last time or ever I since think, that we've had six uh, similarly themed movies all right. hit theaters I'll, the same year. I'll it's, guarantee you there was a year about 10 years ago, I haven't looked this up, where uh, there were at least six zombie movies. Like it, well, it was a, sure. I feel like empire movies like, for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I feel like this is I think I feel like what happened was Cameron was on the on the cusp or was already there would be in this breakout you know, star. Yeah. And I think when they found out that he was doing it, the rest of the, l- the lower level people in, in Hollywood were like, oh, oh, we got to get on on this. We got to get on on this. And I think just the buzz. I just yeah. think it excited people. Could be. Hollywood. I mean, he's well, coming also of what? The, Terminator, uh, I guess. Terminator was his big thing right, right then. Yeah. The, the Michael Crichton book Sphere came out in 1987. Oh, yeah, that was, oh, that was yeah. Oh, that was the. Yeah. That was in the the midst of a a, like a cultural upheaval around fiction. And and suddenly in the late 80s, all sorts of like fiction novelists were becoming Mm -hmm. like the most famous entertainers in the world, I guess, because we were, I don't know, buying books and reading them on airplanes or something. Like the, the like, you would see that you would you would walk past a, a newsstand and you'd see a, a bunch of novels and like Sphere was huge. Hold on, I thought Sphere yeah. was no, oh the novel came out in eighty seven. Yeah, yeah, novel. Yeah, love yeah. that book too. Later. By the way, yeah, the movie, movie. came out in ninety eight or something. Movie. Book fantastic. I've never yeah. read. Should I read Sphere? Is that a word? Yes. Oh, well, you should solely read Sphere. Okay. Like I yeah I I think of I think of his books as so much better than his movies that I, mm-hmm. I'm like I don't even I I feel I'm gonna overstate it like. Airframe is an amazing book yeah. and, and disclosure, disclosure and, yeah. and, you know, to a point though, right? Like there was a point at which 
it felt like he was just churning things out. And I'm trying to figure yeah. out what, time, where that was. What was that time movie we watched? The book was also just <clears throat> as uh, asinine. Time frame. Uh, Time with the time oh, frame. Time yeah, time frame. No, it's the one with Paul Walker in it, right? Paul Walker, yeah. Uh, time, uh, time machine. Oh time shit! The, I with the knights and yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna find it. Hold on, I got a timeline. That's it. Timeline. Timeline. Okay. That's it. Yep. I read that book. I didn't make it very far. I was like, eh. so, and that was 1999. So really, as long as you stay in that. Um, like <laughs> 1999 and earlier or 1998 <laughs> and earlier. I'm trying to see what right. the last one was before that. Cause rising sun was great. Uh, I'm looking at a list right now. Um, obviously uh, go Jurassic all the way back Park, to Congo. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, the Andromeda strain. I read that before I saw so the movie. It's it really, really good. So good. Um, I, my, my point was going to be, I don't understand why the people making a movie like this, like it, it totally makes sense to me that, there's this like confluence of people thinking about entertainment and trying to figure out what is going to get people to uh, interested and go watch it Mm -hmm. like that. That makes sense. What I don't understand is how could all the people making this movie have not read sphere? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like it was really popular and like, or or did they read it and just go, eh, we're going to break all those rules. Mm, Screw it. Was sphere. So sphere was super good at like, uh, the tech and science and stuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's, and suspense i mean yeah, I it mean, was yeah for Go the ahead. most part all of these things that we're talking about except for deep star six know that underwater you have more than just the water as an issue you've got pressure you've got um intense uh, cold the way you're in invi- your atmosphere you got works. nipples yeah nipples. <laughs> got nipples, all kinds yes. of nipples yeah you're not wrong in the nipple shirting there's a lot of that yeah going apparently on. Yeah, apparently yeah. Uh, deep star six don't pack a bra nope it's right uh, nope it must be, be it. all i can assume and it must be cold in the deep star six yep uh, very, even even uh, miguel ferrer taking his shirt off i'm like oh okay put that back on put that on right take it back up put it, put it <laughs> we haven't even talked about snyder even hardly a second either Dude, snyder snyder boy uh Okay, first of all, Miguel, yes, I think Caviar. Miguel Ferrer is the most recognizable face in the movie, number one. Yeah. And number yeah. two, yeah. he is a complete and horrible dick. He's horrible. As he um, always is. Again, he, always he's not is. Even a, he, he falls under that same thing that Matt McCoy does just as a dick. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. right. You're right. He's typecast. I mean, I remember him in RoboCop is still so fresh in my mind. I always, oh, always think of him so in that. But he... Uh, He's just, you know, it's Snyder. He's the engineering guy. He wears sweats the whole time uh, and, a, yeah. and a muscle shirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And is just. And he has a, some kind of rash on his back and he's supposed to try to keep it dry. And I'm yeah. like, I want to know more. <laughs> I want to know more about his rash. That's story building is what that is. Yeah. 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 Some nice world building. But he, he, uh, uh, what was my point? Oh, uh, he's just, he is like the, the, the pinnacle of, of everyone in this movie. Everyone's a dick to each other, but they all focus yeah. it on Snyder. Like Snyder is your focal point. <laughs> I love it's actually one of the most interesting bits of this movie is his character and how it relates to everything else because he is incompetent. He is he is both cocky but also has zero self-confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like right. he's like an razor's edge with that stuff. And as a consequence, he keeps effing up. Oh, bad, bad, bad. And it's not bad. even like it. it's one thing adds to another. He thinks he's doing the right thing because it's, you know, the whole procedures thing. And then and then later yeah. it just it's just starts to stack. He has stackable debuffs is what's happening to this poor guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and by the end where he's Amazing. freaking out and they have to like pin him down and and sh- and give him a shot give him to a calm shot. him down. Yeah, uh, he 
you know, then starts to hear voices and freaks out. And maybe the best special effects are him trying to get out of the pressure too fast and his his skin starts popping and bleeding and, and all of that. Now, his head exploding is stupid because what would happen is you right. would just continue to internally yeah, bleed yeah. out and you just turn yeah, into a, a The pressure would release well before your head exploded. Yeah, it would yeah. release through your ears and all the you know, yeah. mucus membranes. They had that right right up till that second. And I was like, no, oh, they, okay. no nothing was right. Absolutely well, you know nothing I mean. about that scene was right. Uh, what, what I mean by that is there's I can park my brain and be okay with all the leaky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. whatever it's when it exploded i went okay that's a little far there guys and i just i just want to i just want to put it out there so that we didn't not put it out there this is not how decompression works this is nothing like how decompression works you can decompress at the surface you can compress at the surface you can compress I, at the bottom you can decompress as you go from the <laughs> bottom to the top that's it that is how it I works just, yeah i just want to say as an average human being I have no idea how decompression works. I just know your head wouldn't explode. That's all I want to say. Yeah, no, that, I think that's the general, that's the baseline. Yeah. You're totally right. right. And Randy is correct about all the all of the other stuff. Oh, but, I'm sure. I'm what sure that, there's somebody going, oh, that's not how decompression works. But you can't is, worry about those but people. But this, is what, te- those this people. is what that tells me, is that none of these six movies or any sense have ever gotten that right. It's all wrong. Like I, these movies, they depend on, if your ocean is part of your antagonism, Right. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. all about too deep, and we're down here with creatures that don't come yeah, to the surface. Can't go and up all too that. fast. And, yeah. Exactly. Then they have to they have to treat it like, oh, well, don't go yeah. too fast, or you'll live, or you're going to get the bends well, or whatever. It's and, basically it's basically like if you in a slasher movie, if you said, all right, well, you can run from the slasher who has who has a you know a, a bad leg and a horrible limp and can't barely make it but you're going to be slogging through um the stickiest wettest mud yeah. and yeah. so it's kind yeah. of got to be that you can get ahead of them but just barely that's what decompression right. has to be yep. in these movies and you're going to trip two or three yeah. times and you're going to have yep. to pull yourself up exactly. and someone's going to have to stop and pull you through and yeah but once again, the decompression actually happening to stuff was, you know, that was okay. I'll give it a pass. Whatever. I believable enough. It's a horror film. But sure. the fact that he was, he was, he was literally just, just crawling with trying to escape. He just wanted so bad to get out of there. He's just like this. You just couldn't stop him from doing stupid. It's like shit, that dude. It's like it. that dude at thirty thousand feet on a real plane who's who freaks out, has a panic attack, and is trying yeah. to open the open the door, and they got yeah. to tackle him and stuff. And like the, that. I, maybe this is the most relatable character then, because I think we've all been exposed to that person who is has irrational uh, thinking, and this is going to get you killed. But well, you that, don't hate him yeah. necessarily. You want to punch him sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, the, I I kind of agree with that. Like, there's a parent. There's a there's a part of his paranoia and his freak out toward the end that is relatable by i think just about anybody whether you're the person freaking out on that plane or Mm -hmm. someone else does it and you're just in the back you know three rows going shit i can't do anything to do anything about this like that's a that's a claustrophobic nightmare and and i think he handled that pretty well i mean acting wise and all that um it's it's when his head exploded that i went oh well (laughs) Well, he couldn't control that um but he's kind of as far as the role that he has to fill in this thing he's kind of the michael bean in the abyss kind of role yeah, yeah who's yeah. who's who's a confident and competent dick who just yeah, kind of yeah, goes yeah. crazy underwater yeah yeah why do we that's the standard for these movies they all have that guy don't they yeah it's space movie anytime you're confined this uh, you know it used to be the submarine movies you know you know it's the space movies and this, there's always right. that one guy that makes everything way more but not every space movie has somebody who suffers from space madness like every underwater movie has somebody who suffers from that may be true. I'm trying is. to think. Does, yeah, isn't there yeah. always space madness? 
I would like to I'd like to call it a trapped in a small space movie. Like yeah, that's there really because yeah, there's sure. a lot of space sure. movies where people aren't trapped and confined. Like this could be a miners in a cave yeah. scenario. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. right. Yep. yep. I guess there there's probably a we'd have to find it, but there's probably a you know tight a space. genre that's this exact thing and it doesn't matter where you are i'm looking for a tight space movie yeah Yeah. a really small i want to really feel like ah, kind of like gravity but the opposite right Right. (laughs) you have something like by m night Shyamalan, where you're stuck in the elevator with the devil would you got something like that (laughs) yeah there's this movie by m night Shyamalan where he's stuck in the elevator with the devil you should see it you should watch that it's called devil yeah it's called devil (laughs) yeah it's called devil so they call devil Uh, also this thing that these guys could not stop doing and it's what bugged me and made it feel like TV is there's a lot of heavy sighing going on throughout most of the oh first two thirds yeah. of the movie. So a lot of people sign is not acting people. It's like going, uh, would be like, Oh, and then they'd go Snyder turn on the widget wadget. The widget. <laughs> 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 they were just always him and Han. And I'm like, well, this is your job. You've all been here. You've done this, you know, yeah. don't, don't but they like, always do that. That That is kind of a tight space situation as well. It's like, oh, what did we sign on for? We're at the end of our six months day. It's lasted longer than we thought it would. I'm, you know, I'm itchy. I got to get out of here. Yeah. That's the reason why we're making mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And also just felt like it, it, it felt like a disaster movie trying to be a horror movie, a creature horror movie. And it just, it just came right. off as a disaster movie. Like, yeah. yeah. Leak, leaks and leaks. I and love how they and, kept finding ways to, to flood the the deep star so that so they can get the monster in there yeah yeah right yeah it's like get, he's on the outside but now he's on the inside because we flooded it see oh yeah. what happened in the peoples what? by the way oh go ahead brian way way better if they would have just said all right let's make the monster a lot smaller so he can right. get into the thing earlier and easier then yeah. you've got yourself you make, you make him the size of like an eel or something there and you then go. you've humans got yourself are, a good monster movie humans are amazingly fragile it doesn't take anything larger than an eel to kill us i mean we literally oh no, yeah little little things yeah. yeah why not you know what i'd be more freaked out about a little slithery thing i can barely see getting me than that yeah. giant thing yeah i totally agree so wait a minute uh nia peoples who i think is mm-hmm. the daughter of mario van peoples do i have that right i don't think so and tell me they're not related because that'd be the greatest thing because isn't one peoples and one is van yeah van is a different okay i always thought they were related because of the right he's a peoples she's a a people she's a people it's the case of peoples versus peoples and and we would also know if she was related to anybody in particular because oh my god she wrote her own biography on imdb listen what she wrote at the very top at the very top she says fyi I've written my own bio. To be honest, it felt more sincere than pretending like I hired some journalist to do a ton of research and come up with a non-biased presentation. Aww, so here goes. I, I kind of like, like it. like it. Does she think love bio this. is um, an acronym for something? Does she put yes, it in all yes, caps? she does. Yeah. She, I does. Don't she, care. she probably does. She has some I very interesting notions. Yeah. I appreciate her. Uh, I appreciate her down-homeness. I love it. Yeah, but down later she says, Mia's... <laughs> She says, Nia's passion is empowering women and students. I don't know. It's a little high-minded to say you're doing anything. <laughs> right. oh, this one's, this part's even better. Uh, she's graced the screen with her talent and intelligence, her fearlessness and compassion and her beauty. And then parentheses, why, thank you. <laughs> so she, oh she thinks hey, herself. In- <laughs> I want to live forever. <laughs> they did have that, that moment in the movie where it was just like gratuitous looking at her working out. That was weird. 
Oh, oh but sure, that was yeah. awesome because we needed that because we're like, hey, we need that strong female lead like an alien. Yeah, and, except uh, yeah. I, if I, I, you guys can correct me here, but I swear I blinked and she was dead. What happened to her? I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was sad that that, that did happen. It, she it, tripped it was over a wrench a, and fell down the stairs. I think pretty is much. what happened. Yeah. Pretty much. She just it was, disappeared. It was very she's, not unceremonious. She's my, uh, Grab a bucket. She's my chick in the bucket, I think. Uh, I worried about that because, I mean, she essentially gets eaten off screen, right? In that kind of. Yeah, they shut the door and they just can't. It's just not enough time. So they have to shut the door yet again, shut right. the door and not help whoever's on the other and then side. And she goes, eat. And then she's gone. And so I'm like, maybe there's a, maybe there's a part two. Hold maybe on. She comes she, back. Did she go eat like that? Absolutely. She she eked a lot when uh, when Matt McCoy's bottom half was getting chomped. It was it was bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, poor Lloyd I'm gonna Braun. miss his penis. <laughs> yeah, but as if she was cool. This bio with the is a house. thing of beauty, though. That's just, this it's is, unbelievable. It's a bio beauty. It's, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's it's really one of the best things I've ever seen on IMDb. <laughs> if you are a fan of wacky shit on IMDb, <laughs> yeah. you got to go look at the Nia Peoples biography. Yeah. Uh, she also, I thought she I was, like it. I thought she was incredibly young to be in this, but but I guess she'd have been, you know, no, 21 or two. Very pretty young. No, I've got, I, I've got her. Yeah, I've got her at 28 while they're filming. Oh, 28. Okay. Why am, oh, I'm off by like eight, 10 years here. Okay. You're right. Because uh, <laughs> she's about 10. Yeah, she's almost 10 years. 10. She's almost 10 years older than me, which would be, uh, that would make sense. And uh, yeah. now that you said it, my math is now setting, uh, is now resetting. Beep. I'm good. <laughs> uh, the music was all wrong. I wrote here. Uh, it just felt yeah, like it, a, was it fit right in with the rest of this crap. I yeah. don't know. It just ABC really... movie of the week music. Sure. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. ever see that deep space thing that was on TV with, um, a uh, guy from alien and, uh, or not yeah. alien, from uh, jaws? No. Uh, what was that called? Uh, yeah. DS9 the one with, or... uh, right. From the guy from jaws, the, um, DSV. DS. Yes, Sequest DSV. Sequest, that's it. Yeah, Sequest DSV. Yeah. Okay, so here it is. Sequest 2032 it was called. Oh, that's uh, a newer one. No, this is DSV, like the original. No, the stuff, original. Right? So the original title is Sequest DSV. The the DVD release calls it 2032, which puts oh, it in the year it's set. Wow. But it's okay. still the it's the series that ran from 93 to 96, so three years. What uh-huh. do we really need DSV added to the Sequest part? I don't think so. I understand this in the C. Do I really need like was it deep a deep sea vehicle yeah. vehicle? What is that? You get out of here. And it had that, uh, that Jonathan oh. Brandis kid in it who uh, committed or OD'd or something. I can't remember, but he was oh, he was that's one of the twenty seven club. Oh right, yeah. yeah. But anyway, oh, you know uh, what though? Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say I'd I've seen that show kind of semi recently with Tom Merritt. We did a, a pilot review, and this felt like that. With swearing. Yeah. It's like, here's a, a little blood and some swearing, but other, otherwise, this is that NBC show, Sequest. Enjoy. Yeah, it totally is. And let me tell you this. You talked about that deep sea vehicle. Speaking of this deep sea vehicle, the one that Tim Conway and uh, Amish Amish boy were uh, were <laughs> operating, it was, it was configured like a cat, like an underwater, you know. And so I was like, okay, cool. And so the whole that they were on or the, the platform they were on was, was collapsing because they blew it up like a bunch of dumbasses, And so they were trying to get that big mechanical machinery out of there and they get backing up acting like, Oh no. And then like five minutes later they detach and float away. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. it's just got a little shit. What are y'all worried about? Yeah. That's what you get. What? There, there were a bunch of things like that in this movie. And it just kind of, it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. The, the setup fishy where, taste. where I'm supposed mm. to, yeah, fishy, <laughs> very good. 
there's a setup where I'm supposed to really be worrying about something. And then, uh, the people sort of like, just ignore it. It was a, it was, what's that called? A red herring? Oh, red a herring. Or a MacGuffin? Or Sure. MacGuffin. Which one is it? MacGuffin. Is it the same thing? No. <laughs> MacGuffin is the sort of destiny in um, yeah. uh, Crouching Tiger, right? It's it's crucial. Or like It's an important thing, I guess, that they're focused on, right. but you never actually see it. Uh, right. Okay. Right. But I guess maybe Red Herring. Red Herring is probably correct. I feel this, like they're related, those two things. Though. Yeah. Yeah. A little Red bit. Herring. They're buddies. I mean, they're MacGuffin is just a term that Hitchcock came up with. Yeah. It's a it's the rejected name of the breakfast sandwich. Yeah, there you go. And it's what and it's what AMC Theaters calls their uh, in-house bar. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the AMC yeah. MacGuffin. <laughs> it is the AMC. Is MacGuffin. it really called that? <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I want yeah, the that. Bars, to, the bars in AMC Theaters are named after MacGuffin after <sighs> Alfred Hitchcock. Well, uh, we don't have optimized. any. We really don't have a big AMC presence here because there's dominant. There's another dominant chain that just oh, sort of right. pushed them out. But right. um, I would love to. I would love that. I love that idea. <laughs> I suddenly like AMC, and I used to yeah, think they yeah. were annoying, but now I'm super into them. I, I grew up, I lived the first 30 years of my life in Cinemark country. Oh, Cinemark yeah. Was Cinemark. Oh, yeah. With that cat. I did, too. Cinemark was here for a while as well. Wasn't there a yeah. cartoon cat? You'd have to watch every movie before things got going. It was I a Cinemark I cat. Don't recall. I don't recall watching Felix uh, the Cat, but okay. Mm. Was that Regal? I it was, it was I, I don't, Yeah, there was definitely, yeah, there was a... Cinemark. There was a ripoff of Chester the Cheetah or something. Kinda, yeah. Oh, right. Here he yes. is. I found him. I found him. He's an ass. Founded. You yeah, founded it, was, it? It was Cinemark, and I'm going to put him, I'm going to share him with you guys because that's what we do here. We share. And, uh, right. While you're doing that, I'm going to talk about the captain for just a minute. Go for now, it. the yeah. captain, when he died, that was, uh, that was just heartbreaking. Well, backbreaking, really. And, but then. Okay, so I want to back up to something that he did earlier in you the film. You were just setting up that <laughs> joke about the back baker. Yeah, I was. Right? I was. You're welcome. Okay. Right. Uh, I had to use it. Uh, it was written down. What could I do? Um, so <laughs> the captain's son, is a, he says his son's an artist. Do you guys like critically look at the artwork that parents show in movies and go, yeah, that wasn't done by a kid? Or like, yes. uh, oh my God, every time, All every time. single yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this this one was like the most not done by a kid I've ever seen. Yeah. Mia Peoples did that. Yeah, I'm Mia telling Peoples you, Mia Peoples did it. <laughs> yeah. the, I love the worst you would say that it's her specifically. Right. Like Mia, you're in charge like, of. I, I have yeah. other talents. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, this no, is, this happened. is actually yeah. this is actually a trope. It's a trope in movies. It's a trope in real life. <laughs> Uh, where uh, the, you, we all know you actually did that. You're passing it off as your kid's work. Right. Like right. I, when I see it on Twitter, it drives me crazy. You see 50,000 likes on something where someone, oh, God, yeah. someone says their kid wrote this funny thing. And you're like, there, that ain't no, no kid's handwriting. Did. That's I'm sorry. No, no, no seven year old writes like that. That is right. It's, and it's too, and it's way too funny. It's way too yeah. clever. Yeah. Also. Yeah. yeah. It would take life experience to make, to make that joke. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. But I might be a little bit too critical on Twitter. Like I you know, like <laughs> I but I just like I don't know, there's something about it. There's like a, there's like a social currency going on where people yeah. are exchanging your favor. Uh yeah. you know. And yeah. When you see something like go really viral and it's just obviously a lie. It's just staged. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hate Well, that. it sounds like uh it's like you need some kind of help. Yeah. yeah. It's I uh, do too. Yeah. I don't blame. By the you. way, this this Cinemark photo that you put in here, yeah. um, 
of the the cat yeah. horrible by the way yeah <laughs> i love how the, the bad choice of font that they used makes it almost look like it says the best scat in town <laughs> the best oh my scat. god it does it is yeah the best scat in and town not the best seat and then it makes me think he's holding uh not tickets but <laughs> he's yeah, turds, yeah. Turd, yeah turd turd bars once kind of your mind has been bars. primed yeah. so <laughs> also i don't so, understand uh, the whole here just stop what the hell's that mean you know, oh, I yeah. thought I thought you just you're some the wherever you found it added that. Oh, like maybe, was, maybe here. Just stop. <laughs> Look, stop making the stupid cat. I don't <laughs> so, know. So that cat is named Front Rojo. Oh, oh shit! And, I actually like uh, him better now. Damn it! My my original uh, <laughs> uh, moniker when I was posting movie reviews online was Front Rojo, and really? I. Uh, like I, I was, I, I identified like that because I loved to sit in the front row at movies and my name was Joe. So like whatever the movie was, I would go sit in the front row and like, even if there were lots of seats, it took me voluntarily. Yeah. I hate you so much. (laughs) All right. I'm going to, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw on Randy's side here because I used to do this a lot too. I don't anymore, but I used to think it was cool to like look up and have to look all the way to the right to see a thing happen. I almost... Yeah. I almost died watching Titanic because there was no seats and I had to sit at the front. I almost died. Literally. <laughs> you almost passed away. I almost this, died. Great. Great. This ha- I, I don't know exactly when it started for me, but I was a teenager going to the movies all the time. And I went to a movie that was mostly sold out and ended up sitting in the front row. And I really enjoyed the experience of having like How having more it? movie than I could possibly take in. And right. so I then started doing that at some point, my prescription got to a, a place where <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I wear glasses. I need to be sitting <laughs> back. And, and I, and I kept moving back as I got older, like Do you uh, think through my 30s, I also like my neck and yeah. uh, right. I'd like to yeah. keep it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like watching movies like a tennis match. No, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, thank you. Just too close. I don't was, want to like looking around that. I much. don't like it now. I did like it for a bit. There was a period. Yeah. You know, there was a period. And it's I'm only, in the front. I I, no one's it. sitting in front of me. That's I'm right. so close to the screen. I'm the closest to this movie ever. It's like right. wearing a it's like watching a movie in a VR headset. You just got this big, huge <laughs> thing. It apparently must be something that uh, it must be something apparently. I think they've I think they have had have debunked the idea that sitting too close to the TV will hurt your eyes. But remember your parents used to tell you, don't sit too close to the TV. Maybe it was just because it annoys people as they get older it's like oh maybe stop it maybe why are you doing that I, my TV. dad oh, yeah. told me it was because the yeah. because those crt tubes would give you the testicle the radiation as well no that's not he's even better he upped it yeah he <laughs> upped it he gave me specifics he was like you're you're right. gonna get tested i don't cancer. care if i go blind yeah well, your, your balls will fall off how about now ah, i'm gonna sit back <laughs> get me on the couch make room yeah exactly how that went uh all right uh what else uh oh uh when's the last time a couple escaped together i wrote uh it's pretty rare usually it's one person yeah, yeah. right yeah. he sacrifices everything so that she can live and she yeah. never oh. finds anybody that can even compare three. to that yeah. three people escaped get it right wait who's the third she had a baby in that belly. oh geez. oh right sure. yeah i forgot i forgot about all about the pregnancy thing was like a oh you're pregnant and then that was yeah. it that if That's you, almost like the chicken in the bucket. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's the baby in the belly. Yeah. They, you, I'm telling you, man. There, any parent was like, "Oh, that's bullshit." You yeah. ever tried to find a baby's heart? And you don't, you don't just go. <laughs> no. It's like 20 Stumble minutes of going. Shh, yeah. 20 minutes of stressing out. Oh my god, it's dead. Yeah, you don't just mm. sit there in your t-shirt and have somebody poke at you, and suddenly you can hear the heartbeat. That was some right. bullshit there. Ferris Bueller's mom is very talented. That's true. <laughs> She just, well, ah. yeah, she's real talented. She can't tell her son's a, a freaking uh, mannequin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a mannequin yeah. with strings on it when you pull the door shut. 
Um, but yeah, like the, the baby thing was like this one off like moment. And I was like, oh, well, this is going to play into something later. It never did. It yeah. just was, I was hoping that the monster would like, like eat her belly. Just, yeah. just, you know, that would be, yeah. So our main dude, you mentioned fantastic. earlier is from BJ and the bear. He's BJ. And I never saw yeah. a single episode by the where, of BJ and the bear. By the way, it. if you, if you think this is a 70s show about a guy named BJ and his, his bear, no, it's not. It's about a guy on a truck and he's got a chimpanzee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's named bear. Yes. Right. And it was, uh, let's see, 78. And That's not, neither of those things are what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Yes. There are two, there are two terms. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my yep. God. Now you, oh my God. Yep. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Right. This is, so it's not porn. It's not porn. No, nope. it's not porn. It's definitely Clearly. not. Porn. I know what all those words mean. Why? Yeah. Can you internet? Claude Akins was, uh, the sheriff on there. He was Elroy P. Yeah, Lobo. He was so good. Yeah. Sheriff Lobo. He's pretty great. Uh, he died, didn't he? Hold on, Claude Aiken. So I, I would hope so. He was almost. He two. was almost right. He was almost dead when he came. When he was on the show, well, so he, he died right young. Now. Gish, sixty-seven in nineteen ninety-four. That's a little young. Oh wow! He was young. Um, but yeah, like uh, he looked like he eats like four steaks a day. So I, I, yeah. that's a surprise. Right. And washes them down with two cigars. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine using using smoke to wash down a steak? Ugh, yeah, <laughs> gross. But uh, but anyway, there's somebody somebody I know is a huge fan of this, and I might be conflating this with Tom Merritt's love of that uh, Ten Speed and Brand Two show. That he I like I love BJ and the Bear. I never saw a single episode. Never saw it. Yeah, I, I wanted that truck, man. It was just you know it was right after the movies had really been big. You know there've been plenty of you know big truck movies. We've seen Convoy here on Film Sack. We've seen yeah. a couple of them. Yeah. But you know this is this is when it finally hit the TV, and it was just fun and lighthearted and i really wanted that truck and it was red with a big cool white stripe on it and ooh, it was just so yeah and there was a monkey a truck driver yeah you got a monkey a monkey yeah right everyone loves i mean a I, was, I kept flipping between this and uh in in grizzly adams i couldn't yeah. decide it's mm. like no it's, it's a real bear okay yeah yeah. No. And, and that was a, another that was another named bear. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there was another that was another Glenn A. Larson joint, which uh, you know, yeah. Battlestar Galactica and uh, Magnum PI and Knight Rider and everything. That guy made everything. Everything. Yeah. He was everything. the lord of seventies and eighties TV and uh, he knew how to speak to to, to us. And he's a Utah connection. Time. That guy. Yeah. Mm. Utah. He moved Bonkers. to California, but yeah, big big Utah guy. Well, anyway. that's the best scat in town. Yeah, exactly right. He's still getting credits. <laughs> like uh, the new Knight Rider movie that's being made, I guess, you know, they have to credit him because he created it. How but. many, how many, uh, how many, oh, I've had this discussion recently in the, in the, uh, in the Tadpool community. And so, hey, how many Knight Rider series do you think there are? Um, series? Wow. I think there's two. I thought there were two. two. Yeah. Is there more than Keep two? Keep going. Hold there's on. more than two. Hold on. Three. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, i just looked it up it's hard to say like there's there are plenty right, right. there's night rider so 2000 night like rider 2010 yeah, yeah. But they, some of these never happened right they were like uh, uh pilots and then I, no series pick up and stuff like that or right no? well one season maybe half a season and then gone the, the, the 08 one there's team night rider yeah there's the 2008 yeah, one where, where Val Kilmer was the voice of the car, I remember that. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, Val See, Kilmer did the it voice. it feels like if you're doing another Knight Rider series, it's it's not even like, uh, let's wait for the mid-series replacement. Your finger is hovering over the play button for whatever you're going to put on <laughs> yeah. at, at the network 
<laughs> in place of this if it doesn't yeah. go well. I think yeah. the problem with the Knight Rider idea is on paper, you, you get really excited. You're like, oh, it's going to be a new Knight Rider series. Oh, I can't wait. And then you watch one episode and it's like, oh, I could do without this. Knight Rider's not great. It's not a, gr- it's, it's a great it's a show car, in its yeah. day. We had our fun, whatever, but it fit into an era where this sort of stuff fit. I don't. I just don't know yeah. how you make this now. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just not exciting anymore. I mean, imagining a car with a computer in it that talks to you. Oh, my God. In the 80s. Now it's like, okay. this is pretty much I just It just hit me. Here's how you do it right. Um, you got to get in a video game mentality, though. Uh, but the game um, Titanfall 2, uh, what makes that, that campaign my favorite shooter campaign of all time, like I'm talking better than Half-Life. I like it better than any other shooter campaign is because the robot that you get into get in and out of periodically throughout the game uh, has an amazing personality, but is also yep. some sort of robotic and AI like, and they write that so well that you actually give a shit about that robot mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. that you're not supposed to. So by the end of that, you're yeah. actually kind of broken up about the future of this robot. And, you need to do that to make me give a shit about a Knight Rider car. You've got to, you've got to make, figure right. out a That's, way to make that a, you know, like Bumblebee did this pretty well. It's the one good oh, yeah. Transformer movie where you it's actually so felt this relationship uh, with this, you know, otherwise sort of inanimate uh, AI alien thing, and a, and this girl. You just got to do that, and no one does it that way, or they haven't yet with Knight Rider. So if you can do that and make me actually care about the car, then we're in. I'll, I'll watch your dumb movie. Let's do it. Well, I'm in your car. Yeah, I'm in your car. I'm in your car right now. I'm in. Uh, well, and that's yeah. and that's a that's a really unusual thing, by the way. Right. It's not it's not very common that you get this like uh, you get this amazing combination of voice and writing. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. yeah. it's both it's both of those things, right? Like like uh, Peter Dinklage and uh, Destiny. Um, what's the uh, uh, Nathan oh, Fillion in right. Destiny? Right. Like like. The the writing is incredible, and you find out, oh wow, no one else can really do this the way Nathan Fillion can. Right, you know, right. right. No, I totally agree. Yeah. It's a little so. It's just if you know, people ask why the Iron Giant works so well. Well, it's because they figured out a way to make that relationship matter, and it's just big robot and a kid. Well, you got to make that work, or else everything else isn't gonna isn't gonna work. That's the number one right. thing. And if you make that work, it'll you become had one an job. classic. Yeah, and there's lots yeah, of examples and- of this, like where you know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a better one, but like ET is a good example. Whatever. Like you got to take your alien slash robot slash object and build in real relationship stuff, and that takes work and writing and smart acting. And mm-hmm. if you can't do that, then you're going to end up with number five is alive. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also there's also there's examples of movies where you just can't imagine anyone else doing it, right? Like. You it, like tr- try to imagine someone other than Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, and it just doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah, work. It wouldn't have been it. that great. It would have been a crappy small movie that nobody cared about. You know? Yeah. Which is so hilarious. Oh my gosh! I know this is an offshoot, but it's it hit me the other day again because I'm reading a, a a Wolverine series right now that involves a lot of crossover with Deadpool, and it got me thinking again of just how crazy it is that you hired Ryan Reynolds to be in Wolverine Origins. And you used him while he didn't get all burned up for a little while there, but he was, and he wasn't too, too, you know, smart talk. He was just kind of a guy there. And mm-hmm. then when you turned him into Deadpool, they decided to seal his mouth shut, not have him say a thing. 
Oh yeah, yeah. you right. have Ryan Reynolds and you have Deadpool, and <laughs> right. you know yeah, what the Deadpool is. Who's known for their their banter while they're yeah. yeah, right. Their banter is everything to the character. Mm-hmm. It's everything. It's like Spider Man without his webs. What are you even doing? And then, yeah. then later, yeah, you figured it all out and you made two proper movies. Well done. But but I still to my to this day I will never understand the thinking of Origins. I don't know what they were doing. Right. right. You actually well, and, shut up the guy. But that's who needs also to one of the greatest tricks in, in the movie in movie history as well, is getting Ryan Reynolds to come back for two more Deadpool movies <laughs> when their introduction was one of the things that people hated most about the Wolverine movie. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. And and to have I mean, it is a great little resurrection story. And I love that it happened at all. And there's mm-hmm. you know, there's opportunities for this coming up with that new Spider-Man thing if all the rumors are true about all the crossover and like multiverse right. stuff that's happening. And if somehow I see Andrew Garfield and freaking Tobey Maguire in a new Star- Spider-Man movie, I'm going to shit my pants even though well, I don't like those old movies. You know what I mean? Hey, right, we already right. know we already know we're seeing uh Doc Ock from uh, yes. the second yeah. Spider-Man movie in the oh, upcoming coming, one. You know yeah. What we'll what if uh what if um <laughs> What's his name from uh, Wings shows up as Sandman again? Like, yes, we hope so. That's actually some discussion. Yeah, yeah. Like I actually like that character. The that was yeah. actually pretty. No, he's yeah, the best they thing made about you it. made you actually care about Sandman, yeah. which was which was really well. He was, done. Which is he hard was, because he's Sand. He How can you love a Sand? The rest of that movie. Yeah, yeah. He was the best thing about it. And, and again, yeah. like there's an example of almost accidentally they wrote the character that's based on inanimate freaking sand and made it right. the most emotionally resonant. Whereas uh-huh. everybody thought they were going to really be into the Venom thing, but the Venom thing was kind of an afterthought. Like, that, it's all writing. So I guess what we're saying is, I don't know how we got here, but Night Rider. <laughs> I know how we got. We we been we watched Deep Star Six. Oh, that's how we got here. <laughs> and, and I yeah, and I just want to I just want to hit on both sides of the equation for Deep Star Six. It's not well written, and they don't have a a a single person in this movie who is elevating the material yeah, yeah. as an actor like right. like I, I i was i was you had me thinking about the voice acting in borderlands borderlands 2 specifically like uh you ain't never heard of damian clark but he plays handsome jack in that game yeah and it's like both written in the incredible writing like right. just unbelievably funny and yeah. cocky and interesting handsome Jack's and also great. his acting is is insane it's yeah. it's just like the greatest of all time voice acting in video games. Right. And like deep star six has none, none of those, uh, happy accidents, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Miguel, like I say, Miguel Ferrer comes close a couple of times, but I don't know. It, he's in, in some ways he, every time I see him, I go, Oh, this is a movie with a with with Miguel Ferrer in it. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna screw things up for everybody, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. just that feeling. And then and then I think about all the great voiceover stuff he did toward the end of his life, where he was doing commercial VO and some other stuff. And he has such a cool voice, and he's just a, such a cool guy. But it kept taking me out of the movie I'm supposed to be watching. And that you know, I'm so I'm thinking about oh, here he is being a, a dick again. But also, oh, I kind of miss Miguel Ferrer. He was great. Remember Robocop? And I'm like, Scott, you're supposed to be watching Deep Star Six. What are you doing? You know, why am I why am I straying so far from this movie while I watch Miguel Ferrer? And it was really throwing me off. And then when anyone else would be on screen, I was like, okay, I'm watching Deep Star Six now. It was a, it was an odd watch for me. This movie. Mm-hmm. It was. It kind was. Went different places in my head and didn't expect to go there. I, um, I I gave it a lot of benefit of doubt. You keep you keep like pulling back from the movie as you're watching it and going, okay, this is not bad. This is not too bad. Like, this is okay. This is exciting. This is terrifying. Right. Yeah. But the movie no. just, it, it just can't 
commit to like how things work. It can't it can't commit to reality. It just no, can't yeah. do it. No. And it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna tell a horror story like that, maybe just go supernatural. Maybe maybe the devil is at work down yeah, there. That's... And then and then I could have some fun with it, you know? <laughs> maybe the devil's mm. under the water. I yeah, love that. And, idea. and they never really they never really uh, you know, even discussed it. Is this an alien form? Is it just old? Uh Peoples kind of mm. talks about uh it that was also the question. It's like, who who are these people and why are they down here? Okay, they're trying to set up the missiles. We never really talked too much about it. And and, and uh, what's really going on? And and she seems to also be doing some research. She kind of tagged along, maybe. Could have used some backstory there. She tagged along to kind of research how people respond or how nature is down there. They, they never really nailed down what she was doing exactly, in my opinion. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it uh, it just it just kind of bounced around a lot down there and i was like i really would i kind of would like have had those questions is it alien is it prehistoric is it something right. they never told we us. never had a chance to really look at that yeah is instead it a, it's a instead what we what we had was multiple scenes where uh where you know, had taxi drivers taxiing between two locations having bj and the bear uh <laughs> like sometimes sometimes uh sometimes check off stuff in the checklist other times not through the checklist yeah. and i'm like why are we having this scene right now? Yeah. What is what is going on? Yeah, it was weird. They also young they yanked on the now drowned and dead captain too long down in that hatch where he got right. Stuck. Oh right, yeah. pinned him the pinned him the, What a what a door. dick! What, he made some bad <laughs> right. decisions. Okay, he broke he's broke his back and he's like he's trying to get him to go on, but yeah. drowning everybody. They're not the best. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I love how they tug yeah. at his body for a while after he's dead. Like, oh well, let's maybe he maybe he's still yeah. alive. Maybe he'll make it. Let's uh, right. Let's Please don't take me here. back half drowned my broke back. Just let me go. Right. Why do right. you think they why did he open the why did he open the Because he wanted them to leave. He, but the, that was like totally putting them in huge. That jeopardy. was the way he was getting that's like yeah. setting the room on fire so everyone can leave. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't don't stay and try to save me. Yeah. He's a pretty stoic dude. Hey guys, let's talk about getting better help in your lives. It's something we all want, something we all need. And you got to ask yourself sometimes, what interferes with your happiness or prevents you from achieving your goals? Well, you can find out because BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist and connect you in a safe and private online environment. So it's very, very convenient. And you can start communicating within 24 hours to 48 hours, somewhere in that range, under 48 for sure. That's really fast. All without having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, sifting through dirty magazines. And I don't mean dirty in that way. I mean, like, they're gross, right? You don't want to touch them. So, yeah, who needs that? BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional online counseling and or offline, rather. And financial aid is available. So there's really no reason you can't do that. And they offer a broad range of expertise that may not be locally available in your particular area. BetterHelp is not a crisis line or self-help line. It's a professional counseling service. And uh, you might be thinking, hey, will they help me with areas like, I don't know, depression, anxiety, family conflicts, grief, anger, sleeping issues, self-esteem, whatever it may be, they're there for you for that. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's very easy to use and everybody could use some better help. 
Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash filmsack and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. It's time for you to do the same. That's betterhelp.com slash filmsack for 10% off your first month. Big thanks to them. How about clips? Do you guys feel like clips are in yes. order? Okay. Oh my god, they have to be fantastic. I know. How I could agree. they not be? There's some pretty good ones in here. It's very Miguel Ferrer heavy, but you'll forgive me. Um, here's uh, let's start with Lloyd Braun from Seinfeld. Here, uh, let's let's have him come in. You know, this is about the twentieth time I've read this magazine, and I cannot wait to read a new one. Yeah, see a new movie. Yeah, how about breathe some fresh air? I'll tell you, six months at the bottom of the ocean. It's more than I bargained for. It's national security for you. All right. And then here's this. That was Two that was no story reveal moments that in mm-hmm. the most boring way <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. exactly. ever. Yeah. And that yeah. music was just shit that was playing behind him. Just awful. Just imagine if we if we talked about the pandemic that way, like at the beginning right. of every episode of, of, of <laughs> I sure I sure <laughs> miss eating at restaurants. Me too. Me too. Yeah. 15, 15 months of a pandemic will do that right. to you. Yep. <laughs> All the while while this is playing. <laughs> Going to movie theaters. Yeah. I sure miss. I sure miss Love Boat. Yeah, I, miss I was going to say Julie McCoy is ready to give you your uh, your cabin yeah. assignments. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird weird kind of music. Here's right, your here's, shower pass. Here's uh, here's Lloyd Braun being actual Lloyd Braun. I just captured this for fun. Two cream, no sugar. What is Lloyd Braun doing here? Uh, your mother recommended him. Yeah, of course she did. That's all I ever heard growing up is why can't you be more like Lloyd Braun? You know, he was in a mental institution. I didn't read his resume. Another sale, Mr. Costanza. Stock me up on the big board. <laughs> that really confused me for a minute because I didn't realize you were playing Seinfeld. And I'm like, yeah. Laugh yeah. track. Yeah, no, right? it's actual I, Lloyd Braun. I forgot, I forgot there was a laugh track. I, I wonder if that's a, a part of me coming to really We're find out now. Yeah. Because didn't they just make a big announcement? Seinfeld's back on some streaming services. Well, HBO. yeah, Netflix yeah. got it back, but it's Netflix. It's just it. them getting the. They keep passing it around. It was on Hulu for two years, and now it's back. Right. It's just them making fake hype about a thing that's an old show, and everyone's going. Oh, watch can't you can't wait to watch Seinfeld again? Yeah, it was weird. Uh, here's a miss. Oh, something. This is, here's a sexy moment. Listen, hey, I left something you're gonna like in your video machine. Are we talking about Miss September? Yes, in a word, nasty. Is it hot? Oh, it's hot. Is it wet? It's wet. Is it smooth? It's smooth. Is it ripe? Yes. <laughs> is yeah. it ripe? Is it ripe? Was that was Man. that Dunaway's intro? <laughs> that was or somebody's intro? Who's who's intro? Every that was Brian. Oh, that was you. Yeah. Well, actually, both Brian and I used yeah. some of that. But yeah. is it ripe? That's that's uh. Yeah, is she is over 18? Mean? Is that what he's asking? I don't, I don't want to know. I'm going to let it oh. go. But that really, this if movie it made like it worse, by and... the way. If it made it worse somehow right. by saying that. <laughs> How? I thought it meant like, uh, like, are you ripe means like. Is it fresh? Are you ready to have. Is it are the eggs ready to be fertilized? Is what that says to me. Like, oh, yeah. gonna, and you're oh. saying I made it gross. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh God, <laughs> everything in that sounded just like he would come right off uh, nerds or something. It was but it was early their, '80s humor. Yeah. Banter. Who gets a monthly porn like a Miss September on videotape? Well, I don't know what I, that was about. Why is he? Why is he just now watching it? Because he's been there for six months. Yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah, boy, this guy really hoards his porn. If he's uh, just yeah. now doling out that chestnut, yeah. mm. thanks Tim Conway for your porn. 
All right, yeah. here's uh, give me. Oh, this is the give me rent guy from Spider Man. Here he is. Yes, but even the smallest geological defect can cause the platform instability, and then I don't want to see a stray missile hit in some nice house in Connecticut and ruin some nice dinner. All right, that's him. Now here he is in Spider Man. Rent? Not now. Give me rent. You'll get your rent when you fix this damn door. Great scene. Great scene. Wow. Yeah. That guy, and it feels like he was in everything as a as just the the, the token Russian yep. in the eighties uh, yeah. yeah. and nineties. People love that guy. Uh, here he is again. Give me rent. Give me rent. I like. <laughs> There, there's a really great meme going around where Tobey Maguire is face his face has has replaced I guess it's Captain America's face when mm. um, Thanos is about to punch him in Endgame and they have a little conversation right. I can't remember what they That's said hilarious but they replaced Thanos with the big purple face of this guy going give me rent I'll have <laughs> to find it you have to you have to see it it's really funny it's that's really awesome. Good. He, uh, by the way, we've seen him in 2010, the year we made contact, played a character named Maxim Brejilovsky. Ah, what? <laughs> of course. Nice. Of course. Nice. <laughs> that movie, somebody told me the other day that they think that 2010 still holds up, and I know it's been a long time since we've seen it, but you think it really holds I don't think it Does it really hold up? I don't know. I remember Roy Scheider. Only one way to find out. Scheider had really short shorts. I remember that. Yeah. yeah Boy, does he, he play... Did. He plays a lot of Yuri's. Like I'm looking through his character list to just see what uh, uh, what his most frequent character name is, and Yuri comes up way more than like Victor or Sergey or is, is Yuri. Sergei, what is he? Spider Man. What's his name in that? Uh, let's see here. Spider Man. 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 Where is it here? Mad about you, Police Academy, 2007. Oh. Why am I? Why am I not seeing nothing? Spider. Oh, there it is, Mister Ditkovich. Oh, right, because it was a play on Ditko, Steve Ditko. Oh, right. So he's Mister Ditkovich. Give me rent. rent. All right. Here is a have a nice day uh, thing. It's a deep star. Have a nice day. All right, there's that. I don't know why. Okay, this doesn't. (laughs) This uh, this is a weird little thing that happened in the movie. I don't know if you guys remember it. That doesn't sound right. (laughs) <laughs> nice. You got me every week. Yeah, I added I've the been fart. fart rolled. I added the fart. Uh, here's no, a, here's Nia Peoples with a similar sound. No, this is just her weird thing at the end. Listen to the sound she makes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna miss your bottom half when it's gone. <laughs> you really you really honed in on that missing uh, bottom half stuff today. I really yeah, like that. she seemed she seemed ex- a little is a little overacting. A little, was a a little, little bit. His shower mask was in his pockets. Yeah. It sure yeah, was. It, was a, it was a little I needed a little more reasoning. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right, Amish guy and uh Tim Conway in the in the ship. This is what that sounded like. You asshole. Sorry. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of farting in this movie. Wow. There's so much more farting in this film than I realized. I think I, rem- I think part of the reason I did all that is because there's something about being trapped in a tiny little like yes. water yeah, ship. Yeah, you can't open a window. Oh, yes. my gosh. I just can't imagine having yes. to spend that time with you know a guy that looks like Tim Conway. Yeah. I just, I Which know. is the worst, being the person who's trying to hold it in or being the person who's exposed to it? Because oh. your nose kind of like, you know, after a couple of minutes, your nose will kind of go like, okay. Forget that smell. Mm-hmm. I don't care how strong right. it is. Yeah. Right. Now, you may still taste it, but you know your, your nose will stop. Ugh. But yeah, 
He'll yeah, and keep in mind also that air's got nowhere to go. You know, it, it'll dissipate, yeah. mm-hmm. but the more farts that collect, pretty soon it's more fart than air. Yeah, in that, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're place. just breathing. It's like drinking your own pee in the desert. Eventually, yeah, you did, just, you know, it's what, all. Did, did they do some kind of, because uh, wasn't there like an urban legend forever that, you know, if you're on a, trapped in an elevator, you could die from the, the amount of farts. And then they do like some kind of research. When I say they, I don't know who they Sounds is. Sounds like a, myth, a Mythbusters fake, a fake right. Mythbusters yeah. Yeah. episode. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch that best. though. I watched them polish turds on that show. There's no reason they couldn't do that elevator thing. All right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, scrape out. Oh, this is just a fun line. As soon as I scrape out my drawers. As soon as I scrape that out was actually my good. drawers. Yeah, uh, this is uh, so. All right, as you all know, like, uh, and this week is homecoming around here, so we've seen, we've seen a lot of teenagers mm-hmm. outside, all looking like the '80s. It's weird. Ever the kids mm-hmm. today, dude? They're all they're really into the decade that Ibbett and I grew up in. Yeah, uh, in high school. But anyway. Uh, the uh the, the back in the day when brian ibbett was on his prom date oftentimes were too cheap to do much so we'd just go watch a movie after right like a vhs movie or something mm-hmm. and here's right. audio of you losing the remote okay so here it is we lost the remote whoops it didn't play right we lost the remote not again your girlfriend sound like a man <laughs> you well, know he delivered a... it she's very hoarse okay <laughs> All right. He delivered that a lot better in uh, Riptide. Yeah. <laughs> She's quite a smoker, that one. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say a thing, but I'm not going to now. Moving on. No. Don't do it. Don't I like the it. term shit kickins. Shit kittens. Or kittens. Shit kick- kittens. Shit kittens. Shit kittens. I like that. I'm going to shit kittens. I am, yeah. that- I am positive I've never heard that term before. Did, yeah. Did Peter Quill call Rocket Raccoon that in one of the Guardians movies? <laughs> <laughs> shit kickins. Sh- I can't say it right. Shit kittens, shit kittens, shit, shit kittens, kittens, shit kittens. I think he says he's shitting kittens, right? He didn't say he's shit kittens. It's, yeah, I just like shit. it. He's I, gonna shit. Oh, kittens. he's going to shit kittens. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. that makes more sense. I yeah. just like the. I like it as a as like a shit kittens. Ah, oh, that place is full of shit right. kittens. Well, yeah. you can't listen right. to anybody who spent the most of the eighties talking to a little orange robot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a rip tide reference. Yeah, nice rip tide reference. Well, well done. Here's uh what? I don't know, something about faking it. Uh, we are Harry transmission. Oh yeah, from the first part of the show there. That's, mm, uh, was the that's worst of should have put a yes. should have put a trope alert on that, man. Yeah, that's on everything. Yeah, that one's bad. Mm-hmm. All right, here's Miguel Ferrer. Nobody does it as well as Chevy Chase, in my opinion. Ah, yeah, true story. He's pretty good at it. Uh Miguel Ferrer doing Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What's the what's the Chicago buddy cop movie? Billy Crystal? What oh, what's uh, this? Uh, oh uh Running uh, Scared? Running Scared. Yeah, wasn't that wasn't that trope in that movie too? Well, he just goes, out of gold, final Jeopardy's on, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was trying to get the phone, too, just... By the way, Brian Evans is the one person you do want to ask that question to anytime you got a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. You're going to get an impression everything about every it. time. I can't wait for that dedicated pub trivia night. Yeah. Just running scared questions. Yep. Let's hope. Let's hope. Because you will not, you will lay that place to waste that night. Exactly. I was thinking of him the other day, or them the other day, because um, my wife, for some reason, is binge watching uh, Will and Grace, old episodes of Will and Grace. And um, there was a whole, like, two seasons where. Um, uh, Greg, or what's his name? Who's the tap dancer? Uh, oh, uh, Denny, or not? Uh, uh, shit. I can't think of his name. Gregor, Greg, uh, Greg, Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines. Anyway, Gregory Hines. He's on there for like it. two whole seasons or something, and, and I kept going, oh, hey, it's like running scared. And everyone in the house was like, we don't know what you're talking about, Dad. <laughs> uh, here's, what are you uh, talking about, old man? Here's, here's uh, Miguel Ferrer pulling a, a Ripley. Here you go. Bitch. All right, there you go. That's all. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because that's what Ripley said in Aliens to the Mother Queen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Here's some uh, questions and answers. That's a pretty stupid question. Uh, thanks for asking. Okay, great. 
know why I copied you there. <laughs> Uh, the door, their doors suck. All right, sci-fi uh, complaint. Their oh, door yeah, sounds yeah. blow. I like a sci-fi yeah. movie or a movie about underwater shit or whatever, where you got big, uh, you know, uh, pneumatic doors or whatever. I like cool sounds for that stuff. This is not it. It's bad here. Enjoy. I mean, what is this? Lost in space, nineteen sixty-five. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. this is underwater, so yeah, and it's all mechanical and no, not really any electrical. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna it, give this a pass? Is that what you're saying? You're gonna give it a pass? I I don't know. I because I was pretty pissed at the doors anyway. Because uh, who? All right. So they had an emergency release for the door with a crank and everything, and so the, it breaks <laughs> the the hinge breaks and kills the captain. I'm like, oh come on. Yeah, that was Kept, a, that door was was meant to kill a guy. That was the goal. It was just a matter of who is it going to kill and when. Uh, here's Miguel making a noise. <laughs> all right. That's all that is. So, I can't remember what he... I think he just grunted. I don't remember what he was done. Almost sounds like a sneeze. All right. Uh, here's a, a, something you do on your picnic. Sorry to piss on your picnic. All right. You piss on your picnic. Mm, he yeah. was not sorry to piss on his picnic. Anyone says that's lying. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I'd much rather shit kittens at a picnic. That's right. Right. Uh, Dunaway referenced this in his opener. We have to be specific. The computer wants to know. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You it told me. Yeah. You can't just tell uh, your echo if you want to play, you know, Hootie right. and the Blowfish. You have to be very Please specific. be specific. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, pardon. Oh, pardon my ass all the way to hell. <laughs> I love that. That was like, I'm adding that to my repertoire. Yeah. Now, does he say part? I think he says, pardon my ass all the way to hell. All the way. No, yeah, it's yeah. not asshole. Just pardon my ass all the way to hell. Yeah. But you oh, can okay. Hear it. So, uh, ass all. Okay. So, I, I, okay. But, but you I'm can for hear asshole. it. I'm sticking with it. No, you're it's fine. You, you can, can have it. You're, yeah. You yeah. can hear it if yeah. you listen to it the other way. It's like if you listen to it, to it Dunaway's way, you can almost hear it. With cheese, good call. With What's cheese. wrong one? Hold on. Pardon my ass all the way to hell. So it sounds like pardon my yeah, ass yeah. whole to yeah. hell. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I was worried about I was worried about copyright. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm doing always. I'm doing parody. Yeah, very right very well done. Uh, Thirty seconds, and then you'll be okay. All right, here's the uh, something with cheese. With cheese, good call. With cheese. Yeah, that's right. You got to get the cheese. Oh God, that's when I realized I was like, okay, I can't take him. Yeah, I can't take him. Was that the moment? <laughs> I think that was the breaking point. I mean, I was starting to feel it earlier, yeah. but then when that, I was like, yeah, that's it. I'm out. Go home, Lloyd Braun. You're, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> done with you. Uh, she's, oh, I wrote she's ripping. I don't know what this is. She's oh, ripping. Yeah, yeah. oh, he said, just says she's ripping. She's ripping. She's ripping what? I loved that. What was the reference? I don't remember. I, I don't know what it meant, but I definitely wrote it down. And I was like, she's ripping. She's ripping. She's ripping. She's ripping. Yeah. I should have been a fart noise there. What was I thinking? Ripping her bra because I'm not going to wear it anymore. Right. Uh, yeah. Nibble shirt. Double shirt. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the? Oh, here. Okay, here's BJ freaking out. F-ing ain't nothing, hot shot. F-ing ain't nothing. I haven't heard F and A in forever. Yeah, it always reminds me of Office Space. The last line in yes. Office Space. Yeah. Yes. I used to, I used to say F and A a lot, but not yeah. with the whole word. I just go, oh, F and A. Like I just say, yeah, that. yeah. And now I think it's annoying. You're you're, you're censoring both. Yeah, I'm censoring F-N-A. both. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I like it. I don't understand why you would say the F word, but then you would censor the A. Well, <laughs> right? Like, well, because F and ass sounds dumb. And also, so. just the full length of F and ass. That sounds stupid. Like, <laughs> A, why does A make it better? I don't know. That's weird, isn't it? Well, she's ripping it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? She really is ripping it. 
All right. Here's. I just, um, found, a, I just found an article on Slate.com that tries to answer the question: Why is there an A in F and A? <laughs> <laughs> this is really interesting. It's like this whole thing is that got freaking Big Lebowski. Yeah, aliens. Uh, Hudson said it in Aliens. Yeah, F and A. He made it at one point because he was impressed by what the little girl did or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Now that was a direct rip. Yeah. You you were you were causing some brand confusion. Now you can't have that yep. much in your in your movie. Their final their conclusion is actually that F and A may have been taken from a phrase like "your F and A number one right." Oh, that's oh, weird. God, now that's too long. I don't like that. No, no, yeah. sir, I don't. Uh, all right. Well, English, weird language. Well, now I got to scrape out my drawers. Yeah, here, here's a, here's a, here, here, by the way, is the sound of when you podcast with someone who's never done it before. Okay. That's what this sound is. Enjoy. Yeah. That's when you have a guest on yep. who doesn't yeah. realize yeah. that. I heard yeah. Dunaway do that in his intro. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you I could hear really it. Bad, I was worried. Felt really bad for whatever compact leftover <laughs> keyboard you dug out of the, uh, actually it was yeah. by a real mechanical keyboard and, I almost effed up, almost yeah. F and A up because I was hitting it and I accidentally hit the the shift in the control at one point in time and everything disappeared. And I'm like, oh, oh boy, so I hope I remember my the, notes. You were using the active real keyboard. Oh, yeah, yeah. I brought up, brave, brave man. I brought up notepad and I was like, tack, 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 tack. So as, long, as long as I missed the tab and the, the controls, I'd be all right. Tack him if I didn't hit it anyway. That's funny. It was a good, he did good. It was good Foley. Oh, I liked oh, good. it. Well done. Yes, yeah. good Foley. Uh, here's the, uh, there's a horrible beep sound. That's just a, that's what a puss It's even sound. got a little hi-hat with it. Yeah, a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here's, uh, that music again, just for fun. Welcome to the boat. Smiles, everyone. Smiles, <laughs> everyone. Yes, it's Fantasy Island. Keep in, keep it's in. so bad. Your boat. Whose idea was that? Ugh, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost the worst thing about this movie. It could have been better with better music. Um, all right, uh, no, no, no. Your, it felt right at home to me. It's like, it? yeah, that yeah. fits. I didn't, I didn't yeah. even question it. I was like, yeah, that no. fits. Well done. Now this. It's the checklist. Film sack checklist goes like this: If you're cold, a wet sweater will fix everything. So oh, that just made no sense to me. Yeah, it was. Really Are you cold? Dumb. Here's my wet sweater. Yeah, if he Fuck had it. a dry one somewhere, I get it. He didn't. Yeah. That was the one he was wearing. He that not. was real dumb. Right. Hey, you want to? Hey, you want to feel more wet? Here you yeah. go. Uh, here's one. Lloyd Braun and the landlord from Spider-Man Three go swimming. That's uh, check. That's, that happened. <laughs> and finally, Miguel was in those junk. Or sorry, M- M- Miguel was in those junk showing sweatpants and muscle shirts way too long. Check. That is absolutely true. <laughs> uh, connections. Uh, there's a bunch. Um, I'm sure nope. we know about the Lloyd nope, Brown two. one, but give me, oh, there's only two. We got right. two. Only yep. two. Well, there's only eleven people in this film. Yeah, yeah. and one peoples. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, Miguel Ferrer, who you've been talking about uh, a lot, was Snyder in Deep Star Six, yeah. and he was first officer in Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Oh. Was he a uh, dick in that film as didn't well? Didn't even get a name, just first officer. Yeah, first officer. I scrubbed around. I couldn't. I couldn't find him. He was oh. standing on the bridge, something. Hmm. And then, uh, of course, we talked uh, previously about Matt McCoy. He plays Richardson in this. And if you don't think of him as the half Betazoid space cad Devin Noni Rawl from the TNG uh. episode, The Price. You haven't seen that episode of TNG dozens of times. I, for some reason, in my experience, that episode of TNG was one of the ones that kept getting rebroadcast on the TV station that played 
next generation every night at 10 30 oh, yeah. i uh like they it was weird like we had a I guess there was back in the day you had a person at each TV station responsible for like queuing up the reruns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes that person wouldn't vary it up much. You know? Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, Good time to be getting new disc out. Didn't realize it, but he was in the Police Academy movies. One of them, five, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's almost the Star Trek police... connection uh, right there. Yeah, he's doing the Star <laughs> Trek hand, isn't he? We've talked so much about Police Academy in the last couple of weeks. It's just been ridiculous. Look at he doing the Live Long and Prosper in that photo. Yeah, is he demonstrating where he's going to put that thermometer? Or what's he? <laughs> this is your crotch. I'll be putting it there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I, do, um, I don't know. That guy, we've talked a lot about Matt McCoy. Maybe it means he's had a very successful career, and we're just proving yeah. that right now. Yeah, he's, he's still working. He's got uh, some some things in post-production. He's uh, recently been on, like, he was on Grey's Anatomy this year. Yeah. So. He's a, he's a, he gets around. He's how, was, he, how is Grey's Anatomy still going? What is this? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, every time somebody says that this week on Grey's Anatomy, I'm like, what? I know. Yeah. It doesn't even, it blows my mind, actually. I thought that yeah. show ended forever ago, and I'm keeping being I, reminded it hasn't. It's just weird. I had the show gets resurrected more ER, times than characters right. on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Freaking the Grey lady's going to just, she'll be a patient in her old age on that show at some point. Right. I don't know what they're going to do. Oh, he's on that Tom Clancy thing. That's right. I liked that. The Jack Ryan series. I did see him in that. Oh. I forgot he was in that. He was on Silicon Valley, really. All right. <laughs> oh, really? He's a busy boy. Is what I we're forgot saying. about that. Masters yeah. of Sex. Did he show his ween? Oh, God. sure he did. Okay, that's what it looks did. like. That uh, Vulcan salute he's doing in that police academy photo. <laughs> <laughs> that is his ween. It's just got a glove it's on. His it. ween. It's just a demonstration. Yeah, thing. but boy, look how long it is and how it's attached to his shoulder. Oh Weird. my God! And uh, it's got a glove on it. Yeah, well done. Uh, all right, we're going to move on to the uh, soundtrack. Oh, who's the other guy? We didn't tell the other person, or did we? Yeah, I did. That was Miguel Ferreira. Oh, Matt McCoy. Miguel Ferreira. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I heard that. Uh, first, first officer Miguel Ferreira. Let's get to the uh, soundtrack grade. I give it a W for wrong. It's just wrong. just doesn't fit. It's <laughs> You're for wrong some, to me. It's just for something give else. It, just put it in the Give it an of, F and A. Yeah. Give me an F and A any day, is what I always say. That all rhymed. Uh, all right, time for you guys to sum this up yeah. in 280 characters <laughs> or less. This is the Twitter post. Let's start with Randy. Deep Star 6. It has women. There are as many as three different women in the cast of this under the sea aliens ripoff. Which one of the women will be the Ripley, the Riptide survivor? That's up for crabs. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Up for crabs. See you did. Also, uh, next we have Brian Dunaway. Ooh, Deep Star Six, like an expired CO2 cartridge to the back. Once is enough. You ruined my nipple shirt. <laughs> man, those nipple shirts. You enjoyed those. Yeah, that CO2 cartridge to the back, man. I can't think oh. of a worse way. I'm like, no, let the kidding. monster kill me. Yeah, let the monster that kill me. That was also Jesus. the moment where I went, okay, Miguel Ferrer, your luck is the shittiest luck on the planet. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He backs into your thing like, oh my yeah. gosh. No wonder the ladies don't want him. Look yeah, how little yeah. we talked about that British guy. He sucked that bad. We didn't like him at all. <laughs> That's yeah. right. We've barely mentioned him because he sucked. Anyway. He uh, let's now end this part of the show with Ibit. Deep Star Six, abysmal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> was a word one genius. Wow. Oh, wow. I originally, I swear to God, I originally had it written a lot longer, and then I decided, no, nope, I don't nope. need all. I don't need like I'll screenshot and post it in our yeah. Discord. Here's what it originally said, and at last did a uh, 
uh, uh, an audible, last second audible, and just said yeah. abysmal. Yeah, I think yep, you were. Yep, that was sometimes it. less is more. You did it. That was yeah, the right move. Exactly. Well done. Uh, let's get to the uh, the alternate titles. They're right here. Actually, here. <laughs> this is how I'll bring up my alternate titles. There we go. Got my alternate <laughs> titles up. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, this was almost called Going Havesies with Lloyd Braun. <laughs> I'm a little obsessed with Lloyd Braun, apparently. Um, or Deep Shart Shits. All right. <laughs> Ouch. Just rhyme, so I thought it was fun. Uh, let's get to this email. A couple of them here from uh, okay. the fine people at home. Filmsack at gmail.com is where you send your email correspondence. This one came from Wes, who says, hello, Sackers. Uh, do, I have a, uh, do I have the best movie for you to sack? He says. He starts oh. with. So the name on Prime at the time of writing this email is a movie called Tiptoes, a 2003 rom-com with dwarves. And one of those oh. dwarves is Gary Oldman, who spends what? the entire movie on his knees. I'm not kidding. It's what? distracting and you can't unsee it. It's a movie made for the sack. Have a great week. How in the hell <laughs> right? did the yeah. person writing this email not say Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. Come on. Hey, learn how to sell these things. Wow. Kate Beckinsale, uh, Patricia Arquette, and Peter Dinklage. What is this? Oh, my God. Is Peter Dinklage on his knees as well? <laughs> this will make me happy. What a weird... What is this? This exists? I, I can't believe this, this exists. Can't, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, I gotta watch I gotta watch the trailer as soon as uh, we're done here because Ed Gale, yeah. David Alan Greer. <laughs> uh weird. This is a weird one. Okay, I'm in. Let's watch it. I'm in. Yeah. I want to see Gary Oldman on his knees. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird thing. That's incredible. It's got a terrible review. IMDb's got it's like four point three out of ten or something. Um, I, I, there's a reason we've never heard of this, but is it like is it an intentional comedy or is it? I don't know. Wow, I am I am perplexed. Yeah, never even heard of it. Matthew Bright is the director. Do I know him from something? Uh, his IMDb photos awesome. Uh, he wrote Ted Bundy. Uh, not the guy, but the show based out of the movie based after him. Something called the Forbidden <laughs> That is Zone. a fantastic uh, IMDb photo. Now, it says he's he's known for Forbidden Zone 1980. Oh, he was a writer. So that's the, the Oingo Boingo movie oh. that, you know, basically directed by Danny Elfman's brother, Richard Elfman. So he must be, oh, he must be like Squeeze It or something in that. What so if he's he an actor of the, TV's in it? Yeah, weird he played guys. Squeeze It in uh, Forbidden Zone. Weird. He stopped making movies in 04, so he's still around, just not doing anything. All right, well, I've, I, that's, that's the, what a strange thing. Why is he even allowed to direct a movie with all those people in it? Yeah. <laughs> weird. I will watch David Allen Greer in anything. And this reminds me, folks, uh, if you haven't seen The Carmichael Show, it is streaming on Hulu. There are all three seasons. Uh, short-lived, very, very good sitcom. I highly recommend The Carmichael Show. Okay. And uh, David Allen Greer is amazing. I like that. David Allen Greer. Mm. I like him a lot. I wonder, I, I played a few seconds of that trailer. I wonder if you guys were hearing the trailer. Oh, that's mm. what it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what we were hearing? Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe, Weird. You're pipe, okay. maybe you're piped in or something. You get the, you get maybe. your loop I've back got going the on. Pipes. Got the mm-hmm. pipes. In. Got that pipe in there. All right. We'll consider it there, Wes. Uh, Wes, another Wes wrote in. I don't think this is the same hmm. Wes, different Wes, different name. Anyway, 
Hi, Sackers. Uh, don't have any movies to sack. Just want to say thank you for making me laugh and love watching bad movies. I've been listening to you guys since I was like 12 or 13 now, and I'm still listening while working. Again, thanks for being there, Wes. Uh, well, thank you, other Wes. That was a really oh. nice thing to say. Yeah, glad nice. you grew up. Yeah, glad you got to grow up with us. <laughs> hope we didn't uh, unduly influence you in one negative direction or another. I hope we were uh, hope a good influence. Hope it happens to the four of us at some point. Yeah, exactly. That's what I hope. Uh, so there you go. That's your emails. Filmsack at gmail.com is that email address. Keep those coming. We love them. And uh, our next film will be The Legend of Zorro. Now, some of you at home are going, wait, smash, you, already did, you already did Zorro. And we're like, no, we didn't do We did Zorro 1, but we haven't done the sequel. So that's right. We watched The Mask of Zorro. Yeah. And believe it or not, that was like 21 months ago. It was uh, it was a lot longer ago than you might uh, remember yeah. uh, because time has no meaning anymore. But uh, <laughs> that was The Mask of Zorro. We're going to watch The Legend of Zorro. Uh, yeah. So nice. uh, Banderas and uh, what's her name and all those people are back. But Zeta Jones. Yeah. Catherine Zeta Jones. And then, uh, we, but other than that, the, the, the rumor is, or what I've always heard about this movie I never saw is that it's the weird one that it's kind of crazy and over the top and like kind of violent and strange. And, and, and I'm very curious. About so like, it. like when you say weird, do you mean like wild, wild West? Weird? Um, I don't know if quite that weird, but like the first one was, was much more grounded in like, Hey, remember Zorro swashbuckly kind of, this is a throwback to that. And it's very much feels like one of those. And then this felt more like, I don't know, somebody like Tarantino decided to do it or, it's just got like a weird edge to it that may not even have been intended. And so it's like a little, a little more, I don't know, not violence, not the word, but like a more edgy take on Zorro. And it didn't work with audiences because they weren't expecting okay. it. But if you look at it now, you might like it more than the first one. So I don't know. By the way, it's been, it's now been nine years since we sacked wild, wild west. What? And that movie has really stuck with me. Like I, <laughs> I don't remember much of most film sack movies, but for some reason, Wild Wild West, you know, with the chicken in a bucket and everything. Like, it just really stuck. What that tells me... Oh, weird. Okay. So that movie came out in 1999, which means we watched it 10 years after it came out in 2009. Yeah, yeah a little more. We watched it in 2012. Oh. Uh, so Oh, okay. Oh, it's it really been... Oh, my gosh. Never mind then. My math's even worse. I don't want to think about it. It's been a long time since Wild Wild West <laughs> came out, is what I'm saying. Yep. <laughs> Um, real quick before we go, did everybody see the uh, Matrix Four trailer? And are we all as excited yes. as I am? Because I'm pretty excited. I think it looks. I cool. saw. It. I didn't see it online. I saw it in the theaters for the first time before Shang Chi, and boy, I forgot what it's like to see a trailer for the first time in a theater. Yeah, <laughs> I'll bet that was a cool way to see it, though. Really cool. Yeah, and it yeah. really got me excited for it. Yeah, I think it's weird that I'm as excited about a thing that ended so poorly for me. In the first place, with mm-hmm. the, those other two sequels, I know some people love them, but I'm just not mine. Not my. Yeah, kind of will you will you watch Reloaded and rehashed before Revolutions? Revolutions I, before. I, uh, I feel like we ought to do a three B here. I think we ought to watch <gasps> all three and spread Ooh, them out. Maybe, maybe we should yeah. skip the first one and just watch two and three because, like the the problem with two and three is that the first one is so freaking good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is. That's actually yes. I think I agree with that. Like, unlike Aliens. I still might have to watch one before we do it, though, but I'll just do that on my own. Do it for fun. I've seen it 100 million times, that first one. The second one I've only seen once of each. And so, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep. Perfect. Let's get them in before December when that thing hits. Uh, I'll be coming to uh, HBO Max and theaters uh, sometime Christmas week, I think. Anyway, 
I'm more excited than I think I should be. Anyway, uh, that's it for us. Filmsack.com is our website. Keep those emails coming at filmsack at gmail.com. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at Filmsack. And if you get your shows on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, or maybe over there at Google Podcasts, wherever you get them, leave us reviews in those places because it helps us get discovered and uh, move up the rankings in the film category. That would be very cool of all of you to do that. So head on over there and take care of that, will you? Gosh dang it. All right, that's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. He's already dead. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.